Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. Heroes Group. This week is our roundtable with Legally Speaking with Steve. August is National Wellness Month. Today is Saturday, August 27, 2022. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Claiborne, the co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have our partner on the line with us today, and that is a familiar voice you've heard many times on our show. That's Mr. Stephen J. Seidman. He's a founding attorney of Seidman Law Office with over 30 years as an experienced trial lawyer focused on personal injury. Steve is America's Heroes Group partner, sponsor, and advisory board member. We're going to catch up on some things he wants to talk to us about and some interesting topics in particular when it comes to legal issues. So, Steve, how are you doing today? Uh, thank you very much, Sean. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. So what's good. new? What's, what, what are some of the things you wanted to bring up on, on this week's show? There's been uh, a, a lot of movement since the last uh, month. Actually, last month, uh, when I was here, we talked about the PACT Act, uh, which is the Camp Lejeune and the Burn Pits uh, Toxic Act. What is that? You've heard a lot about it on TV, Sean, and probably everybody has on the radio. Everybody uh, is is uh, talking about the Camp Lejeune water. Lejeune mm-hmm. yeah. water. I've seen those and, commercials and, so and things I, like that. Right. Uh, more than you can imagine. And there's a reason for that. And, and if I could just give a little background, we've talked about this before, but I'm sure people hear this, Camp Lejeune, what does it mean? And for veterans, it's particularly important. And I know uh, I've talked to a couple of veterans uh, about this, and they were actually stationed at Camp Lejeune. Mm-hmm. Um, and for more than 30 years, service members and their families who were stationed at that base in North Carolina uh, basically drank unknowingly and bathed in water contaminated with hazardous chemicals. Uh, and this was in Jacksonville, North Carolina, obviously a giant base. In the 1980s, they finally tested the water supply, found all kinds of environmental toxins of, of unbelievable vinyl chloride, benzene, benzene uh, just a, a list, a litany of, of horrible chemicals that people were drinking uh, and bathing in. And researchers uh, who looked at this uh, decided that these toxins increased the risk of various cancers, uh, certain congenital disabilities, Parkinson's disease. And actually, Sean, more than a million people lived to Camp Lejeune during the contamination period. Hmm. So what happened is uh, people start to file VA claims, and we're going to get into that moment. And, and the VA sort of bollocks those up, and I'll get into that in a moment, because that came out just this week, how badly the VA bollocked up the uh, people who were claiming toxicity and, and cancers caused by toxic water at Camp Lejeune. 
But it's been researched and determined that if you have bladder cancer, cardiac birth defects, because don't forget, families were in uh, the in the uh, Ford as well. Female infertility, mm. kidney cancer, liver cancer, uh, certain uh, uh, multiple myelomas, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, renal toxicity, breast cancer, goes on and on. Esophageal cancer, uh, uh, leukemia, lung cancer, miscarriage, Parkinson's disease, scleroderma, just a list of actually presumed uh, causes uh, of, or things caused by the water, uh, toxic water, Camp Lejeune. Now, what if it's not on those lists? For instance, I've talked to people who've had prostate cancer. I talked to a man who had sterility, even though female infertility is there, male sterility is not. That doesn't mean you can't pursue a lawsuit, which is done in, with the Federal Tort Claims Act um, form and then a lawsuit within two years. It, it, what what happens is you have to be able to prove through medical testimony that, for instance, the prostate cancer, the in, in, the the uh, sterility for a male is caused by this toxic water. So just because you're not on the list of of those uh, list of of things, um, it doesn't mean that you're you're certainly uh, not entitled to uh, receive. Uh, benefits, and I highly suggest that anybody Camp Lejeune who might have had these conditions look into this. Our office is doing these things, and uh, uh, we're, we're pursuing a lot of these things. So um, that's uh, Camp Lejeune. Um, now, and but, um, on Camp Lejeune, Steve, like how hard is it to file a claim, and, and what's, how does that process get started? Are veterans going to have to go through the same process of trying to prove something that they were there or, you know, they were affected by it? Or what's that process yeah, like? The process is you're going to have to prove that you actually were stationed at Camp Lejeune. Uh, you're going to have to actually probably get a lawyer because it's not like going, there's a, you can go to the VA and file for claims now, but it's not lawsuits that ask for pain and suffering and all of the other things that lawsuit give you. But it, the process is you file a, a tort claim. It's done just like any other federal case. And then if it's denied within two years, you have a right to file within the federal court of the of the firm, the denial. So just like every other case that we have, in, you know, we have, for instance, malpractice at, at veterans facilities, uh, at, at hospitals, veterans hospitals, same thing. You have to file tort claims with the Federal Tort Claims Act. It's a form. You have to state what your injuries are. You have to state the damages you want. And then you, if you are denied, uh, then they, you have a, a certain number of, of time in which to file a case. Usually it's, uh, it's 180 days from the date of the denial. You have to file the tort claim within two years. That's so, how it is with all these cases. So my fear so, would be is that... If I don't get an attorney involved right now and I start doing stuff on my own, or if I go through the through the process, I just go to the VA and say, hey, I was there at Campbell June, and you know, I, do have, I do have some of the things on that list. But then things get worse 10 years down the road. And then now I'm still functioning. I'm still okay today. But 10, 20 years later, I'm, now I'm basically facing disability because I have something that's still debilitating, not just something that's you know just a, an ailment. And then what? So then, what is the recourse for those people who maybe don't do anything now, but wait a while, and then say, "Okay, well, I don't need anything right now, but maybe when I if I get sick, hopefully I don't. But if something happens, maybe I'll look back to that incident and say, you know what? Maybe I should have filed a claim, or maybe I should try to get disability.'" 
Well, and you're you're exactly right. I mean, the problem is if it comes back 14 years and you do it wrong or you don't file the lawsuit, you're out. Okay, you're out with it because there are certain time limits that apply to these lawsuits. If you don't file your lawsuits in time, the statute of limitations applies and you are gone. Nothing, no turning back on that, Sean. Wow. And I guess you could still go to the Department of Veterans Affairs, but just this week, Thursday, it was determined that the Department of Veterans Affairs mishandled nearly 40% of all disability claims filed for exposure to contaminated water at Camp Lejeune. They denied or delayed benefits for 21,000 affected veterans. Um, out of the 57,500 claims filed since 2017 for that 30 years, they denied 17,200 prematurely instead of asking for additional information. And uh, claims filed by another 2,300 veterans were assigned incorrect dates, denying them nearly $14 million in retroactive payments. So you could see that if you depend on the VA to do this instead of lawsuits with private lawyers, you, you're going to end up, perhaps, uh, like all these other people, with a 40% error rate at the Department of Veterans Affairs. Uh, kind of inexcusable that they literally, it's coming out just this week, literally mishandled um, uh, these, these COVID, cla- these, these Lejeune claims. Uh, actually mishandled them, and therefore, the point you are making is, if you're going to pursue this, you ought to have a lawyer pursue it for you. Uh, and I'll give you some other examples, uh, if you want. We... We have the 3M hearing, uh, the 3M lawsuit with the earplugs. This has been going on for mm-hmm. a few years. We got involved in it uh, early on. And uh, so 3M was, was a, a big company, obviously. They purchased a unit called Aero Technologies. Mm-hmm. And Aero Technologies like, made millions and millions of dollars from the government by giving earplugs, by, by selling earplugs for, for combat. The one problem, they were useless. Right. And in fact, not only were they useless, there was a key tam with that that's an, a whistleblower case that was brought. Uh, the the Aero 3M paid nine million dollars uh, to, to to say, yeah, we cheated the federal government. That's what a key tam case is all about. So now it's you know litigation, full blown litigation over people can't hear, retinitis, ringing in their ears. And so what is 3M has a unit? Their unit is Aero Technologies. Just recently, Aero Technologies goes bankrupt. So they're trying to get out of their their uh, uh, verdicts. One verdict has been fifty million dollars because of punitive elements. They were taking people, making money with the military, providing useless product, and people lost their hearing. So this stuff goes on. But but for lawyers who are involved filing these lawsuits and looking into these things, in my opinion. Uh, nothing happens with these folks. Now, there's going to be a long, just like we see with the uh, Johnson & Johnson talc thing right now, that talc causes cancer. Um, they're, they they took that unit bankrupt trying to get out of those uh, claims. Mm-hmm. We're going to see a lot of this coming on. But what we see here is you need lawyers. You need lawyers to do these things. Um, now we have, uh, uh, we talk about burn pits, right? Uh, the burn pits we've been talking about over the last uh, few months, uh, and what happens with the burn pits? The burn pits are those large uh, uh, fields or pits where they literally burnt all that stuff, causing cancers and all kinds of things. Well, they passed legislation. And, you know, that you could go to the VA if you're a veteran who have burn pit issues and make sure that you go ahead and, and 
file your claims for all kinds of things uh, that it that could be uh, caused by all of those toxins in the burn pit. Interestingly, over the last month, the, the PACT Act, including the Lejeune, including the burn pit legislation, was all set to go. And you, you might have heard this on Nushan, where like 25 senators, Republican senators, reversed course, even though it had been a, a kind of a, 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 an act or, or legislation that was bipartisan, all of a sudden they flipped because they wanted additional things they added into the package. As always. Well, that caused a big uproar. It, it finally got passed. But this is recent, and you must jump on your rights now, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, Steve, how do people get a hold of you if they need to get information also to get and to get help for this type of case or any case, particularly for veterans? People that, once again, going back to the idea that if you don't have professional help, I hate to see someone go through the process, not get everything that they need, get over and get to a situation where 10, 15, 20 years down the road, they look back and say, I wish I could have done something. Well, Aaron, you could reach me always uh, uh, 312-781-1977. And uh, that's my office number, 312-781-1977. And we do all kinds of these VA claims or or veterans claims, including uh, at VA hospitals, uh, uh, these type of uh, Lejeune cases uh, and 3M uh, cases as well. So we're we're doing uh, a lot of these things. And I'll give you an example if I can, what you just mentioned. So uh, when the COVID uh, American Rescue Plan came out, um, the government put $400 million away for veteran retraining programs as part of the American Rescue Rescue Plan. And even though millions went into that aid, which is, by the way, going to revert back to the federal government, I'd like you to take a guess how many jobs for retraining were landed because of this $400 million that was available. How many do you think, Sean? I can tell you. 397 jobs. Wow. 397 jobs. The offer to military veterans uh, left employed by the uh, pandemic uh, was great, right? They said you could go online, and people still can, by the way. But then we had what happened. You had people, and we talked about this a few weeks ago with the, the jewelry place that took advantage of veterans. And then you had these colleges popped up, quote-unquote, these online colleges. There was mm-hmm. one Chicago uh And they basically took money uh, from the Department of Veterans Affairs yeah. uh, that, and provided nothing. They had no teachers. They were unable to, to get the job done. And so as a result of that, uh, even though... Uh, only, by the way, only 6,800 veterans even enrolled in the program. Mm. Um, and by the way, it, which is a shame because it, it, the $400 million is out there, right, it, to help get more jobs. But then they saw the cheaters come out. And then basically what happened is uh, the, the for-profit schools. I was going to get to engaged, that, the for-profit schools, because that was when all of those schools started getting a lot of heat. That's right. And the <laughs> because they were they were given all these useless degrees. People but people trying to go in for nursing, people trying to go in for mechanics, all kinds of things that are real jobs that the country needs. And then they come they come out of all these twenty thousand dollars in debt and then all of a sudden you don't have a work you have a worthless degree. But a lot of these a lot of for veterans, veterans were targets because they wanted your VA money, they wanted your GI bill. Exactly. I mean the this these schools, one of them which submitted false reports, misled veterans, 
uh, they regained eligibility uh, and then took money from the VA and said that they saw tremendous success. And in fact, they basically just took the money. Mm. And so when you have 367 people, remember, $400 million, 397 people land jobs because of That's the for-profits that you just talked about. I mean, where does this, this depravity end and this, this absolute greediness of these people? But there's still time, right? And so I suggest that if veterans who are listening to this show think that they could use this, they should go to this COVID aid uh, package, look it up online, and start to apply to maybe legitimate schools. Mm -hmm. But at December, this disappears. It's like uh, Cinderella, right? At 12 o'clock, it's over. Same thing here. You know, so, you know, and I'll tell you, one thing I've seen when working with veterans over the years has been really the, the the people who've applied for benefits, and I've heard stories that really at first was sort of hard to believe, were hard to believe, that, you know, and people call me and say, my God, Steve, this is what happened. Um, and so there's actually a movie that came out um, just recently. It's called Breaking. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, yeah it's just, just, it just came out, and it, it actually is about a true story of, uh, of a tragic true story of a Marine veteran struggle with the VA. Uh, mm-hmm. And it just came out, and um, it, it's about Marine veteran Brian Brown Easley, who served in Kuwait and Iraq, and after his discharge, he got on by a disability check from the Department of VA, but his life fell apart after that check was garnished to pay off a debt. To guess who, Sean? A for-profit college. Wow. Okay? So this actually, there's a star. The star in the movie is well-known, um, and uh, I think it just came out in the theaters, and I, I think this would be uh, the, the, uh, the actor's name is John Boyega, He's been okay. in many different things. The name of the movie is Breaking. I'm going to watch it. Uh, I think that it's, it's going to tell a story that probably so many of uh, your listeners are experiencing um, tragically uh, that uh, the, you know, what, what people have to go through. So I think that uh, these for-profit colleges taking advantage of VA, the, the, uh, the veterans' money, um, it's kind of sad. It so. is. And then people don't realize that you can't, in the military, you cannot have debt. Any outstanding debt is so easy to get your wages garnished because the military will not tolerate you being in debt or being delinquent on debt. So they'll, they'll garnish your checks and they'll take, they can take your whole check to pay off some past due bill or past due debt. So you can, you could have gotten, just like this young man's story, gotten into debt because of a for profit college. You didn't get a degree that was of any use to you. But now you have all this debt's going to take you to will take you ten years to get this money back, twenty years to get this money back. That is sad. yeah, it's it, it's 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 incredibly sad. And then we see the private individuals, uh, the jeweler, the jewelers who we talked about taking advantage of the, of the veterans and, and selling them bills of good and and, and active military, um, and it's a shame. Um, one last thing, because I know I'm running out of time is that uh, many months ago, executive producer Glenda Smith did a great job. Uh, There's a lawsuit that that was filed for discrimination um, with African-Americans in the VA process. Hmm. Uh, That is still pending, and I know at one point we're going to try to get some congressional support to help us kind of move that ball forward. Uh, And and I think it would be important because what we're finding out is is that uh, there's been an inordinate amount of uh, 
uh, of denials uh, uh, for veterans' benefits, uh, disability benefits at the VA uh, to those of color. Um, and I think over the next course of months, uh, we have to look into that uh, and, and start that process again of really trying to help that uh, uh, get cooking again. And finally, um, leaving on a good note, uh, years ago when I started with uh, veterans, with the Heroes Group, there was a, um, the Ferris Act, which prevented active military from pursuing medical malpractice claims. This week on Thursday, the U.S. Department of Defense released a final rule allowing service members to make claims for medical malpractice in military facilities. So that that's a wonderful good. thing. It is. It's, um, and I know I have to leave you because we're out of time, but um, thank you. This is our, our advisory board members, Attorney Steve Steidman, 312-71-1977. Anything regarding Camp Lejeune or any legal questions you have, he's a good attorney, a person who's got a lot of experience and a lot of success dealing with these issues and has educated a lot of us on what can be done to help veterans. Protect yourself out there. Thank you, Steve. Thank you very much, Sean. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.